Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is my like eighteen thousand time trying to do this. I am very new to podcasting. I've been doing this just over a year. Uh, I'm not really good at my platform or what I really wanted to try to pick, but I do like doing sports and talk about sports and politics. And uh, I created this uh, podcast for people like me who are some form of disabled who need a platform to talk about life. Uh, you know, there's times to be a jokester, times to have fun, times to have a couple of drinks, times to watch your favorite team win and lose. But it's difficult for me to find people to talk about life and politics and and stuff, stuff that matters. And, uh, and a, to, to, to express my thoughts and ideas is that I think it's important that everyone gets heard. So I want to to express my um, thoughts about the Republican primary debate that happened November 8th. I know it's over a week long. It's old news to a lot of people. But I want to take it to my point of view as a person with a, some form of disability. And i thankful for podcasting because... Instead of writing in a journal, you can speak your mind to the whole world, and to the whole to and to everybody. And it, it may leave a little f- a fingerprint of who I was and who I am, or what's going on after I die, or if I become semi-popular to some people. But let's talk about this debate the third debate of the primaries for the Republican Party. And uh, I want to first talk about um, the reason why I think most Americans hate politics. It's because that one is because that each of these five candidates that were debating had to come up with 70,000 contributions for them individually. And Contributions mean money. I would take it means money. And for most Americans, we don't know anything about Nikki Haley that much. Or we don't know much about Mr. Vivek Ramazaway. Um, but someone called me up and said, hey, would you want to give money to Miss Haley? I don't know if I would do that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who she is. I don't know what she her real policy is about. I see her sometimes talk about things I agree, but does that really mean that's what she really thinks at home? And long story short, it's a long road to 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 the top. It's a long road to become the president of the United States. <coughs> Excuse me as I'm coughing. I'm going to need to get a drink of water. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about on today's episode was the debate. And I keep saying that, debate, 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 debate. All right, let's get going. So I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to go everywhere with, what, with certain questions I want to talk certain questions that were asked to the candidates. I should talk, first of all, I'll say that uh, Chris Christie, a ex-New Jersey governor, is one of the debaters. Uh Doug Bergman is one of the debaters. Tim Scott of South Carolina Senate is a debater at that at that point. 
Uh, we have uh, Miss Nikki Haley, who's a debater. And she used to be the one of the U.S. ambassadors of the U.N. or NATO. I think it's the U.N. And then we have uh, the governor or ex-governor of Florida, Mrs. Des, uh, DeSantos. So, since we're talking about wars and since we're talking about the U.K. war, I mean, the, um, excuse me, since we're talking about the Israel and Hamas war or the Ukraine and Russia war, we'll start with that question. One of the questions, well, the first question that popped in my head was that they asked the candidates what they think that Mr. Benjamin Netanyahu should do to Hamas. And and DeSantos, who is a veteran, thought that we should destroy the snot out of Hamas. And, and it, very respectable. I think people would agree that Hamas is a terrorist attack. I mean, a terrorist uh, group that should be uh, destroyed. Uh, Miss Haley said that we should not tell Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister, uh, what to do, but we should back them up and we should encourage them their best decision. And we need Israel more than Israel needs us. That's kind of what I got out of that uh, answer by Miss Haley. And if that question or that answer by Miss Haley questions me, two things. First, is Israel is Israel really a, a country based on the political platform that we live in now, or is it is Israel a country that is that is going back? to the Old Testament, the promise of God, that God made a promise to his people, the Jews, that one day that he would come back as a Israel a financial guy, a money guy, and a spiritual guru to save the people of, of, of Israel. So, one, if Israel is part of today's uh, political platform of countries, like NATO is, or like NATO countries in the West, in the East, to, the, to, the, to Russia, shouldn't Israel treat everyone equally based on political boundaries? Where they cannot do harm to other people of a different race or different people or different cultures or different beliefs and they should respect each other in their land of Israel so if it's a bunch of Christians and Jews and Muslims living in that land that land should be protected by the state by, by, the, by man-made laws and man-made laws is to not discriminate against people who are not who are not Jews now, or is Israel a city-state that was developed and now is redeveloped into a God nation of the Jews? 
So we believe, if we believe that this land belongs to the Jews because God made a promise, then any man-made laws is forbidden because God only loves the Jews. God only needs the Jews. The Jews need God. And the only way for the Jews to fulfill their prophecy is to destroy or to preserve their land because God promised it. So does this promise mean that we should destroy other countries or other people with other spiritual backgrounds? Now, I'm not saying that all Jewish people believe that, that that they should destroy Christians or they destroy Muslims or whatever. I'm not saying that all Jews believe that. But if the high priest, the prime ministers of Israel believes that this land is based on God's promise and God's given them the, the okay to kill anyone who is against the Jews, does that make it right? Probably not. And I wanted to start there because I have a really problem with with the reason why we are defending a country that was developed after World War II because of the massacre in the Holocaust of the 1930s that the Nazis, the Germans, destroyed and killed 6 million Jews. Now, I do believe that the Jewish people should be protected, that they should not be discriminated against, that they, they should not be destroyed, but they should be fair representative of their own spiritual and their own mankind purpose. Just like I believe the Christians and the Muslims and the atheists and the agnostics should be fair representative and should be protected by the state, by the laws of man that you cannot kill people because they're Jewish or they're Muslims or they're Christians or they're atheists. I do agree with that. But for any nation who who is fulfilling the promise of God and declares himself the land of God, you're basically denying any man-made laws. And it's difficult to, to side with one way or to side in another way. So, if the Knesset, who's, who is, who is a, who is, the Israel's parliament is controlled by the prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. He can pass any law that he wants that would forbid anyone else from, from, from their rights. So if the Knesset decided that only certain Jewish people are to receive the forgiveness of God, that everyone else is screwed. What I don't understand is why they have a Supreme Court who has little power and to balance the, uh, the checkbook of Israel and 
telling the Knesset that what your laws are doing are actually more harmful for the masses than it is benefiting you as an individual. So, that, I'm going to leave that from that point on. This is why I don't agree with that statement of Miss Haley that Israel, that we need Israel more than Israel needs us. Israel needs the UN. Israel needs the old League of Nations. Israel needs the old British Empire. Israel needs America. America does not need Israel. Israel needs us. And for some reason, we give Israel $36 billion a year. Maybe it's $260 billion a year to fund their nation. I don't know how much it is. I just know I just read $36 billion somewhere. So moving on to the Ukraine war, Ramazway made a point that I did not know. Ramazway says that Ukraine is not as innocent as they are. And what I mean by that is that Ukraine has shut down other parties in their country and has only given the Ukrainian people one avenue of their own of the politics that they run. So what I'm saying though is that Ukraine is a lot like Russia and with Putin Putin has shut down or shut anyone down from running against him. And if it's true that Ukraine is doing the same thing what does that say about Ukraine? It doesn't say much better than what Russia is doing. So that was an interesting thing I listened to from Rama's way. And Miss Haley thought that this would be the, the most amazing thing for Russia to hear. And Russia wants a president who thinks that Ukraine's the problem and not Putin. Now, like I said before, and I say this again, if, if, the, if the first agreement of, of, F, of, of World War I was over and the League of Nations was developed, there was a promise that those countries would not expand to the West. It would not be part of the so-called United Nations of what it is now. And it wouldn't force the laws of the United Nations and wouldn't press Russia's buttons. Then Russia would be okay with UN, the, the United Nations. But over the last so-called 50 years, the United Nations or I should say the NATO borderline has reached the line to, to Russia. And if it's true that Russia holds over 60% of natural gas to over 33% of the European countries, you're, you're putting a stranglehold on Russia. So how is Russia going to make money? And what does this mean about Ukraine? Ukraine 
make an agreement with NATO or the or with NATO, it would put a stranglehold on Russia. So, if you didn't know that, that's what's kind of really happening with that part of the deal. So, I can't tell you that I agree with it or I disagree with it. I kind of want to tell you that every country should have its way of making money for their own people. And if natural gas is the way that Russia is making money for for over 60, 70, 80% of the population, you should probably make peace with them then try to create a problem with Ukraine and Russia over a thousand year war that Kiev used to be part of an old, old Russia and old, old Ukraine that Ukraine and Russia was at one point one nation before it was called Russia. That's why Kiev is so important. The capital of Ukraine is so important because Russia, that used to be Russia's old capital before it became known as Russia. I'm going, I'm, I can't believe how, how many times I said that. It sounds so confusing that that I'm thinking I'm blowing my mind out of, out of the water. Uh, one of the other questions uh, that we have is, which is a really dumb question that I've heard, is about TikTok. And, and DeSantos and Haley and just about everyone thought that TikTok and, and, and Christy thought that TikTok should be shut down. And I'm going to tell you something. If you shut down TikTok, you're going to have kids go on a new platform, find other things about things that they shouldn't be listening to or talk to. And they claim that China is high, is, uh, is, is, is uh, spying on America through TikTok. Now, I've been on TikTok. Let me tell you something. I've never seen any promotion or any uh, propaganda from China that would tell me that I should hate America and love China more. I've never seen anything about Hamas saying that America people should support Hamas, not Israel. I've never seen it. Because you know why? Because that's not part of my platform. That's not part of my uh, I don't care to to support Hamas. I do not care to support China. I do not care to support anything that's not American. But what I am going to support are people, regular people in America making TikToks. You got a bunch of 50-year-olds and 20-year-olds and 18-year-olds and whoever old doing TikTok. And it started during the pandemic. It got very popular. People, people had to stay home. People were going a little nuts and crazy, and then they started to, to, to do dances and do. And some people started their own politics or political platforms. And some people created different ways to make your Windows PC run faster, or your Apple phone, or your Apple Watch, or your Apple uh, uh, phone. Little, little knickknack stuff. But I've never in my life saw anything that would support Hamas or anything that would support China. If you want to make TikTok better for Americans, 
change the algorithm for your kids. So direct them towards music classes if your kids love music or guitar lessons or drum lessons or or math or anything with anything with education. You can change your algorithm in that platform. It happens all the time. We do a China has made it clear that that's what they do with the with their Chinese people, with their youth and their young, that they they change their algorithm so that they are directed towards more education. Um, I think uh, I think another topic that we should talk about is abortion, and one of the things I come to find out is that is that. That it seems always uh, DeSantos uh, passed a bill in the state that said that abortion will be illegal after six weeks. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't. I don't want to say this out loud because it would tell people think or make people think that I don't really enjoy my life. But I do think abortion should be legal. But it should be legal for different reasons. For example, of course, if a woman's been, uh, if a woman has been raped, or incest, everyone kind of agrees on that, that she should have the option to uh, end the pregnancy. But I do, I do think that abortions should have a limit. But the a limit that so that people understand that you just can't get rid of something because you don't want to do it anymore. And that's what I think a lot of people are using abortions for. They're using abortions for because people don't want to be responsible for their own actions. But in reality, the problem that we really have is that we've killed the American dream by not protecting guys' rights or men's rights. And when I say that, I mean by in the 1960s, in 1969 or 65 or 67 or I think it was 1969 that Ronald Reagan, a governor of California, passed a bill that would allow anyone or any woman to get abortion for no good reason. And in the 1970s, we have this uh, uh, birth control pill that would uh, kill the the egg, or, or 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 the egg would become deceased if it's actually a human being at that point as an as an embryo. So that is that era where they messed up. It's not really about this era that messed up. It's about in the past that messed up. And, and, and through time and through space and through years, the abortion isn't really about the baby no more. The abortion is really about when a woman wants to get pregnant and who she wants to get her, get her pregnant. And the guy is forcing the girl to get pregnant because he thinks that he's the alpha male and alpha males are supposed to pregnant any girl that he wants. But he doesn't want to take on the responsibility. 
So you got to remember back then there used to be a lot of rapes too. So it's not all the lady's fault. It's some of it's the guy's fault where back then you would go to a brothel and pregnant any girl you want. And if she decided to keep the baby, it was on her. It wasn't on you, but it was on her. So the American dream of being married did not become popular until the 19. 40s, late 40s, during after this, after World War II. So America promoted or had a promotion for the American dream about men and women getting married, having kids, have a white pickle fence, and living that life. And before that, I mean, it was basically the Wild West. And if you were lucky enough to find someone to 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 embrace you, to to change with you, you would get married and stay married, and it was basically a, a, a life and death thing where you own land and then you own property, you own farmland, and then you did your work on the farm, and you had kids, and your kids would do farmland. That's why we have uh, day saving, uh, daylight savings times. It's part of the thing too. But during the 1970s. Or in the late 1960s, we had a hippie era. And the hippie era was based on free will, free sex. That's uh, kind of the time where uh, LBGTQ kind of started. It didn't really get its run until the 1970s. Um, there was a case, I guess, somewhere in California where a man was walking across a street or someone's house and saw a guy... Uh, performing sexual acts on another man and he called the police and caught a rape. But that's another long story. I'm not going to get into that. But abortion. Abortion isn't really about, for me, I don't know if I really would want people to have my life. Having a life with being partly disabled, can't use my left hand, uh, uh, I'm not as highly as intelligent as I wish I was. So I lack skills. I lack the ability to work with two hands. I lack speed. And life is frustrating. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Life is really not fun. And a lot of, I'm going to be honest, a lot of women no, they like me, but they don't want to marry me. They don't think I would make enough money. Or and I really don't make enough money. I make good enough money for myself, but I don't make enough money for my family. And and people don't understand that. It's like, well, you seem like a nice guy. You're funny. You're outgoing. You're you're pretty smart. You're you're pretty. W- w- you have a wit with you. You have a you're just really there. But a lot of times, women don't want someone that is just wobbling back and forth. I walk slower. I sometimes stutter. I can't pronounce words properly. As you can tell, certain names that I probably have spoken about, I can't even pronounce those guys' names. So, I find it interesting that DeSantos decides to pass a bill in his state that's six weeks. And most people know that in six weeks, 
most people don't know that they're pregnant. So how can you pass a bill when when no one knows that they're pregnant? I mean, I'm not a woman. I know that for sure. And I don't want, ever want my future wife or what, whoever I'm with think that she's pregnant at one week and say, I, I don't know, should we get an abortion? Should we not get an abortion after two or three weeks because we're playing and guessing games? So I think it's a little irresponsible. So <clears throat> hey, Haley, Nikki Haley thinks that she, well, she's a pro-lifer, but she doesn't want other people who are pro-choice to be judged. And she's right. Those people should not be judged. Everyone has a reason. Some people are just really bad at being responsible and are really good at having sex. But because they're good at having sex, they're not that responsible. Some people are really bad at sex and are really responsible and will be the greatest parent in the world, but they're not good at sex, I guess, you know? So I do agree with Mr. Smith where he said that it should be 15 weeks. It should be fair enough that we have enough time to, so that people have time to make a choice, a good choice. Now, I think if you're a Christian, Jewish, Jewish, or Islam, you're always going to say pro-choice. And most likely you will disagree with, I mean, I'm sorry, if you're Muslim, Christian, or Judaism, you're going to be a pro-life. And you're going to disagree with people who are pro-choice. I keep getting things backwards. In my head, everything's a little backwards. I have no idea why why I do that. But that's, that's where we're at at that question. So, one of the last things that we should talk about is our foreign policy with China. I guess people think that China is our biggest enemy in the world. And to tell you the truth, all you have to do with China, in my opinion, is stop giving China avenue to make money off us. Now, President Nixon opened the doors up with China in America to make money for China and for us to save money to make stuff. This is the biggest thing that we should talk about is that the reason why the reason why China is a big issue is because in the 1970s when President Nixon was in office he was the first president to make contact in Chinese in the, in the in the land of China. And what I mean by that is that he went to China, sweet talked those guys, and now they make our parts super cheap. And then now, as Americans, we expect everything to be very, very, very cheap to purchase. It's about the consumer. Basically, it's old economics, I guess. But in reality, that's a bad business trade because now. All these Americans are expecting things for free or for cheap, a cheap price. So when you see a bunch of young, white, and black kids running through uh, these mini malls in California or New York or Florida or whatever they are, 
running through these malls and stealing phones and s stealing uh, anything that would be a possession for them, like new clothing and new stuff. That's why, because we made it so we made it so unpractical for people to work. It's not about earning your keep. It's about giving things out for free. And we should also talk about, they should really talk about not just so much social security, but maybe economics based on money, free money or free funding or, or donations to the poor. Look, no one wants to do a job that a lot of Mexicans do by picking fruit and doing that type of work. But some of us have to start from the bottom and go to the top. And we made it so shameful for white or black Americans to, to pick fruit or to pick vegetables or to work on the farmland or to do anything that's basic in a basic level and we made it shameful and and cropping is I mean and working in the field is one of the oldest things in life that we've done over 300,000 years so so I want people to understand that 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 the way that we run things in America is really backwards. And I don't know why we allow politicians to dictate how we want to live our lives or how we should live our lives. Every American should, should, should be able to work. Every American should be able to, to earn their keep. Every American should be proud to be American, not just black America, not just white America, not just Muslim America, not just Jewish America or Christian America or German American or or any white American should be proud of who they are. And and I ran through this a little bit. I ran through this sector of of the Republican primary party. And I wish people would watch this because because watching Ramsway and Haley go at each other just shows you that you get two people who are in their 50s or one is 38 and one of those in their 50s acting like 12-year-old girls or 12-year-old boys saying, my dad can beat up your dad. That's not good politics. That's childish that's that's just boyish to do and not cool. So I want Americans to know this. When you watch the next debate, don't watch just because you want Trump to win or don't watch because you want Haley to win. Watch how they act. If that's how you want to act and that's how you think that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and... And the founding fathers act like when they were actually the first continental congress, then we're in a lot of trouble. We are very much in a lot of trouble. So, I'd like to thank you for listening to my podcast. I've cut it down to 35 minutes. 
I hope that everyone here is is uh, learning something. I hope that you can teach me something. I hope that you guys can tell me that I did something wrong or got my facts wrong. Or you can disagree with me about Ben Shapiro. I don't care. Or you can disagree with me about what you think about uh, ex-president Donald Trump or what Ramazaway said. I don't care. I would like to learn as much as I can. And I want your opinion. So go to Crazy Dre Podcast. Go to Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com and let me know what's going on. Peace, love, and I'm out of here.